Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time, so expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. Well, this week we're talking big corks. I mean, Big Cork Vineyard, and they're in Maryland up near Frederick. They're new on the Maryland wine scene, and I'm so happy to have them here in studio. We're going to find out what inspired them to start a winery and then taste three of their delicious wines. Then you can find out how you can visit with them at Wine in the Woods in Columbia coming up on May 17th and 18th. Then a listener has a very important wine question, and I'm going to give her a very important answer. So as we start off every show we have the sips of the week that's where i get to drink wine on air i mean we recommend great wines for you to drink at home and this week to help me i have two great guys here from big cork vineyard we have randy thompson who's the president and founder of the vineyard as well as dave collins the winemaker and you guys are great because i'm going to get both sides of things from the owner and founder side Right. And then from the winemaker side, we're going to see how this whole thing works. So let's welcome to the show. Thanks, Lori. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> Perfect. So, Randy, let's start with you. What inspired you? You're in the propane business, your family business, but you do have this beautiful farm up near Frederick. What's the actual name of the town that you're in? It's in a small community called Roarsville, Maryland, which is out towards Harpers Ferry, West Virginia, out in that lower part of Washington County, Maryland. Oh, very nice. And what inspired you? I assume you drink a lot of wine, and that's what inspired you to start, but... I enjoy wine and spirits <laughs> of uh, all kinds. But, oh, I uh, love that. But uh, w- truly, I've lived in this town all my life, and uh, this this piece of property is just a beautiful rolling landscape that uh, I knew instinctively would make a good a great vineyard and much like i've uh, done in in other business ventures uh, that i've been in i've uh, came across dave collins uh, who you're going to meet uh, in a bit and um, when you find the right people that's when entrepreneurs can make business decisions and make things happen and that's exactly how it came about that's great wonderful so you're already working winery but you also have some things coming on the horizon, which I guess maybe we'll save for a little bit later. We'll tease it up, what, what's coming. But uh, Dave, you found Dave, and you were inspired by his ability to make great wine. Dave, welcome to the show. So how did you become a winemaker? Well, uh, Lori, sometimes I, I say that I didn't really choose winemaking. It chose me. Uh, there was just a number of key um points in my life that um, just led me to winemaking. And you look back on your life, and after 25, 28, 30 years, you kind of wonder, how in the world did that happen? Mm-hmm. But I have spent about 25 years of my career in winemaking in Loudoun County, Virginia, most recently at Bro Vineyards, and before nice. before that at uh, a small winery called Willowcroft Vineyards. Mm-hmm. I've heard but, that too. But uh, well, I've spent the last three years working with Randy and his wife, Jennifer, establishing the grapes on the beautiful uh, rolling hillsides at Roarsville and uh, making wine the last two years in our winery up up in Frederick, Maryland. Okay. Now, speaking of wine, I'm thirsty. So in front of me, I have two glasses. <laughs> on the left, I believe, is the Big Cork Vineyards 2012 Chardonnay. So tell me a little bit about the Chardonnay. Sure, Lori. The 2012, of course, it's a year in the bottle, so it's... it's um, uh, drinking very, very nicely. It's more of a, a middle-of-the-road style of Chardonnay. And what I mean is that it's not f- 
fully uh, oaked and buttery and toasty, and it's not real crisp and Riesling-like as far as a cold fermentation. It's a blend of two different styles, uh, trying to bring the best two, best worlds of Chardonnay together. So it has a lot of nice crisp apple and pear, but also a little. To- <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> Cork just flew out of a bottle. I love that. <laughs> Anything can happen on the sipping point. That's what's so fun. Uh, So I really love this. And you were telling me that this won uh, an award at the Maryland Governor's Cup competition uh, this last year. It was a gold, I believe. Yes, Lori. All of our, actually, all of our wines have won uh, multiple medals, including gold medals at regional and national competitions. But the Chardonnay was a gold medal winner. I love it. At the Governor's Cup. I believe it because, you know, when we're doing the flights of wine at the competition, I think I've done it for eight years now, especially the Chardonnay, and I'm not a big Oaky Chardonnay fan, and you're tasting and your palate is just getting so crushed. And then you taste something like this, which is really nice because you get that hint of it, but you still have that acidity, you still have that brightness that I really love. So this is, I, I think, a style that I enjoy, and it's great for this time of year, spring, summer, Right. The, the, the acidity with this type of wine is so important for the freshness and balance. Great. It's delicious. It's a delicious wine, for and sure. How do you operate with Dave in the winemaking? I mean, do you guys kind of collaborate? Do you give him direction on your how you see the wine going? Or you see kind of like... You know, carte blanche, whatever he wants to do. It's pretty much carte blanche. (laughs) The way that it works is Dave says. The way that it works is Dave says, "I need this much money and capital to buy this piece of equipment and that piece of equipment," and I usually say yes. Wow. Okay, I need to get on the payroll over there, Dave. Yeah. Well, things are changing real quickly. (laughs) Nice. But I think I can honestly say that our first four wines were in the bottle before Randy or Jen had tasted any of them. Wow. I think we may have done, done a preview somewhere along the way, but um, yes, they've been very supportive and very generous and very trusting. Yeah, that's nice. And it's great that you bring that uh, Virginia, you know, it's just been a little bit further along because they got started earlier than we did here in the state of Maryland. And the, the size of Loudoun County alone, how many wineries is the size of all the wineries in Maryland, right? So you're, you're bringing all that great know-how here uh, to Big Cork, and that's great. So with this rivalry, maybe we can we can bring it home to Maryland. <laughs> and, we're, and we're actually, uh, Lori, we're hoping to, because of how close we are to Loudoun County, literally right across, the only thing that separates us is the Potomac River. Mm-hmm. We're really hoping to have a lot of collaboration with uh, Loudoun County Vineyards, believe it, believe it or not. We want to we want to be their friend. Yes. Yes, we're competitors, but but we want to uh, encourage people to go back and forth. Right. What uh, do they call it? Co-opetition. Cor- correct. correct. <laughs> I love it. Okay, what's the second white that we're going to taste? The second white I brought actually is a wine that we're going to... Um, it's actually a Sauvignon Blanc, and it's a 2013, so it's a new vintage. This was is the first Sauvignon Blanc grapes from our own vineyard. I was really excited to harvest these grapes. One reason is that we're... We have uh, one of our clones that we have planted is the Muscay clone, oh, yes. which is kind of one of the new jazzy Sauvignon Blanc clones, and it offers a lot of a lot of bright aromatics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really love this wine because it shows off a lot of classic Sauvignon Blanc grassiness. Yes, it does. And uh, and grapefruit, but on the palate, it just shows real rich tropical flavors, almost approaching melon. Mm-hmm. 
isn't this the clone? Back in the day when I was first getting into wine, Saint Supreme was like the Sauvignon Blanc to drink at that point, like in the late nineties. And I think the Muscat clone was like their big California. You know, that was a big focus out there as well. So I'm not sure. It's it's been it's been out there for about ten or twelve years. Great. And it's just now hitting the East Coast. We're one of the first wineries to have it planted. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break so we can sip some more white wines. And then we'll be back with Randy Thompson and Dave Collins from Big Cork Vineyards. And we're going to taste one of your newly released reds. We'll be right back. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, And I'm back with Randy Thompson and Dave Collins from Big Cork Vineyards. We tasted the Chardonnay and the delicious Sauvignon Blanc. Now, I forgot to ask you, Randy, about the name Big Cork. Well, we'll let uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let <laughs> Come our. Come on, what's the inspiration for <laughs> the name? Well, I let, always want to know that. I understand. Uh, and, you know, it's it's uh, it's there's some parts to it that are secretive, but we'll Ooh. let Dave. We'll Does let this Dave, mean you uh, can never do screw cap now? Correct. <laughs> we 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 are committed. We're like uh, we are like uh, what they say: the chicken and the pig. Oh, uh, what the, do they say well, about the, the chicken the, and the well, pig? The, the chicken <laughs> the chicken uh, was involved in the process of laying the egg. Right. But the pig was committed to bacon. When, when oh, so we we are committed right. to cork. And we like bacon. We've done like whole shows on bacon here, so we're fans. Very good. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so tell me about big cork. Well, the name Big Cork really is is synonymous with our whole philosophy of winemaking and the whole business in general. Our philosophy is to put everything into this bottle of wine that we can from the from the ground up. And we have chosen the best site and the best varieties, the best clone, the best rootstock and trellising and and management team and Randy and Jennifer and myself, the winemaker and We've just put together the whole package. Our, our, all of our winemaking equipment is state-of-the-art. So everything we're putting into this bottle of wine is absolutely top flight. Everything we can do to make it as good as we can from all those things that I just listed. And the very last thing we want to do is we want to put in a very top-quality, long cork to signify to our customers that... We're really trying to put our your best cork forward. We're trying to put our <laughs> we're trying to put our best we're cork trying forward. To that's put right, our best cork forward. I love it. I love it. No, that's great. And you know, it's kind of like go big or go home. That's right. That's, it's kind of what it. you're saying, right? You're gonna yes. you're just gonna do it. You're gonna do it right. And I love that because some of the other wineries in Maryland that are new to the scene have had the same philosophy and have been very successful. And so I think there's a market and people don't just want like an inexpensive little wine from their Maryland wineries. They also want to have wines that can compete on the landscape with wines from California or France or anywhere else. So yeah, it looks that- to me you're really setting yourselves up to do that. Yeah, Laura, that's right. And, and you know, really, uh, it's all really about the experience uh, of coming out to uh, the tasting room and the facility that we're creating out there. Right, in, perfect, because I know I teased up that you had some new things. So so what is on the horizon here for Big Cork? Well, we, we are building a first-class uh, tasting room facility and production facility on the vineyard. It's going up right now. There are, you know, pictures of it, obviously, on our website and in and, and social media. Uh, it's scheduled to be done sometime in the fall of okay. 2014. Uh, it uh, is uh, going to be a beautiful space, um, much like the, uh, as I said earlier about the winemaker asking for a capital budget. This, in this particular case, it's been my wife that's been involved in nice. creating it. So she she has the same kind of uh, uh, capabilities when it comes to uh, 
uh, decking things thinking out. Thinking big. Thinking big. That's right. Well, if Dave's making great wine, you certainly have to have somewhere to sell it. So, <laughs> and for people to to buy it, they want to taste it. So it makes sense. And you know, I guess weddings and other events are going to take place in this. Space yeah, we, as well. we uh, not only the tasting room is is there on the property, but we have two. Uh, very substantial residences that are going to be uh, redone so that they can be rented for either smaller events, corporate events, those kinds of things. Bridal parties that want to stay on property will be Mm -hmm. able to do so. It's going to just really be a world-class facility in the Mid-Atlantic area for folks who like uh, to drink wine and enjoy a vineyard environment. Great. Well, speaking of world-class, we're now in the glass, Dave, moving to... You're a red, and your reds are just being debuted next weekend to the general public at Wine in the Woods, May 17th and 18th, and you can get the information at MarylandWine.com about the festival. So tell me what I have in my glass. Well, Lori, what I brought today was a 2012 Cabernet Sauvignon, and this is wine from grapes that we did not grow ourselves, but a good friend of mine in Washington County grew these grapes, and he grew them to our specifications. I'm really excited about this wine because we've had a chance to age it for 18 months in mm-hmm. French oak, and we've also blended it with some Cabernet Franc and some Petit Verdot for some nice rich body and 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 some weight, some muscle to this to this Cabernet. It's Absolutely. it's young. It's, it's very tannic as a young Cabernet should be, and I'm very pleased with the color, the aromas. Um, the complexity of flavors, and also the prospect of this wine aging for five to ten or more years. Yes, yeah, I and mean, it's very drinkable now, and certainly with a steak, you know, that's going to soften out the tannins and, you know, something with a little bit of animal proteins, cheese, meat, whatever. That's right. But certainly uh, you want, it's nice to know that you could have this, and it, it softens, right? The tannins are a preservative, so it's going to soften up year after year. So I'm always telling people to buy... A case of something like this and then taste one bottle every year so they can really see you know the evolution but really right. taste the evolution of a red wine because you know for every person that has a personal taste there's going to be like that sweet spot where you're like oh this is the way I like it now maybe it's three years in maybe it's four years or ten I've had people tell me that they have tasted wines that I've made 20 years ago and they're just holding up so well in the bottle and that has proven to me that in the mid-atlantic region we have the capability to make red wines that are that can age very well. I like it. Okay, so you got the wine in the woods coming up. Any anything else events wise? Where can people get more information if they want to meet you, taste the wines, all that good stuff? Well, we have our our website at bigcorkvineyards.com. Uh, we have a contact page there. You can send notes to me um, or Andy or anyone anyone really. Um, I am spending most of my time currently at the winery in Frederick on East Street. Okay. Um, we keep the front door locked, but if you come <laughs> around to the back door and knock or just come on in, you'll usually find me topping barrels or tasting Sauvignon Blanc or blending away. Right. Um, I'll be happy to show you around, and maybe we can do a barrel sample together. I love that. I bet you probably have people showing up to volunteer to help. So We, we certainly do. Um, <laughs> We, we also have our wines available in certain stores and restaurants, and that's also on our website uh, oh, great. for those folks who want to check Already that out. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Perfect. Now, we tasted the two whites and the Cabernet Sauvignon. What other reds will you be uh, debuting at Wine in the Woods? Well, we're not really going to reveal that today. Oh, 
getting fancy, are <laughs> well, we? <laughs> well, we just we're we're, we're not sure. We uh, will probably have one of our new reds. Uh, we will have um, three reds that we will have bottled and available. This Cabernet Sauvignon, mm-hmm. a Merlot, and a Cabernet Franc. One of the three reds will be at Wine in the Woods. We've got some really, really, really exciting reds coming up from 2013 from our own vintage, including Malbec and Syrah, Barbera, Nebbiolo, Petit Verdot, some really ex- exciting wines that we're going to be making exclusively for our wine club. Nice. And uh, we'll be... Um, We'll be featuring that starting in the fall. I love Barbera. Okay, I can't wait to taste that. Now, one thing we didn't get to taste on air, but if you like to drink pink, you have a Syrah Rosé that I'm going to taste at the break, and folks can taste that maybe at Wine in the Woods? We will have this wine at at Wine in the Woods Festival. It's a Syrah Rosé. You will absolutely love this wine. Strawberry, fresh strawberries and red raspberries and just a a kiss of sweetness. It's beautiful. Yeah, this is rosé season, so I have to mention that. Okay, Randy Thompson and Dave Collins from Big Cork Vineyards, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, And I can't wait to come visit and see all the the new things. But if you want to see them, go to MarylandWine.com and check out all the information on Wine in the Woods, May 17th and 18th. We'll be right back.